Kate. And I'm Jamie. And this is Creeps and Coffee. A show where we talk about the creepiest crime cases around the world. So, let's grab some coffee. And have a chat. Hope everyone is doing well. We are not. We are not. I'd like to give a shout out to my friend Steven, who very drunkenly yelled across our workplace and asked if I hosted a podcast. (laughs) So hello, my friend. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We love Steven. As well as as well as a shout out to our new listeners today, the ones from Singapore and Australia. Yeah, hello. What the fuck? How did you find find us? us? Thank you. We are very happy to have you. We're sorry for the way that we are. <laughs> but we were we literally just finished talking about how we have listeners on all except one continent now. And yeah. that's insane. We've reached farther than I thought we would. I thought we would get three people and two of them would be us. And then my parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are super excited to have everybody. Um, thank you for checking us out. Welcome back to Creeps and Coffee. There's not really anything new to add in. Um, just as a reminder from the last two weeks, we have a YouTube channel now where we're posting so far just audio video, I guess, of the episodes we've released so far. We are almost caught up on that. I just need more space on my computer. <laughs> I think you just but, need a new computer, but... I agree, but we're getting there. Um, so if you yeah. want to go subscribe to Creeps and Coffee on YouTube, that would be sick. We would love that. We currently only have six subscribers. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I don't know how that happened. So the Scienti- All I know is one is me, so thanks, mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. Um, the Scientology video is still absolutely popping off for anyone who's curious. <laughs> yes, and I got excited because Caitlin was telling me um, if we see, like, keywords that people searched us up by, mm. and one of them was Scientology, and I was like, no way that we just pop up under Scientology. But if you scroll far enough down, there it is, Creeps and Coffee, Scientology. My personal favorite search term was join Illuminati. <laughs> um, we don't have a single oh. video on that, but yet <laughs> we still popped up, so I love that. Uh, yes. Wait, yeah, what the heck? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so YouTube is you gotta... a thing. We're excited about that. Um, you can check out our Buy Me a Coffee page, which is still fairly new, and we're trying to figure that out, but a bunch of updates about new episodes and stuff will be posted there. Yeah, so that's buymeacoffee.com slash creepsandcoffee if you want to help support the show so we can do more of what we love to do and apparently you love to hear. This is the only thing we love to do. (laughs) It's true. The only thing that brings us joy. Please support us. (laughs) All right, well, enough of Jamie guilt-tripping you guys. I don't know what the hell it's about. (laughs) Anyway, um... Today's episode is on. (laughs) (laughs) Shall I get into it? Please do, yeah, this is... anything else you want to say? I was just going to say, this is a very Jamie episode. Jamie's very, very excited about this. Yeah. Not that I'm not... Um, just to clarify. Yeah. But so today's episode is on a little guy you may or may not have heard of. A little named guy. Edward Mordrake. 
I don't know. Tell, so, who is this guy? Tell us about him. So I will first clarify, um, in different news articles back from the 18 and 19th hundreds. Mm-hmm. Um, the 19th hundreds? They've said 1900s. <laughs> um, they've called him Mordrake or Mordake. Mm. But I do not like the sound of Mordake. <laughs> so I'm going to say Mordrake. That just sounds easier on the ears. As someone who loves history, that is my least favorite thing about historical documents is the amount of names mm-hmm. that are just spelt completely differently because no one knew how to spell anything. Is that why they do that? Yeah. Because they're illiterate. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, I was looking up... This is a side note. Welcome... Says me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was looking up my family history because my grandfather wrote a book on like our Scottish ancestors. Mm-hmm. And... I was looking up, like, the history of my last name. There was, like, 400 different ways to spell it. And it was, like, the family branches off here and here and here and here. And I was, like, nope. Nope. Don't like it. So this is another one of those situations. Is it more Drake? Is it more Dake? Is it just, just Drake? Yeah, just Drake? Who knows? Such a fan. Anyway. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Edward Mordrake is a person who actually... We don't really know if he existed or not. There's controversy about whether he existed or if he is just a myth, and I'll explain more about that. The basics of Edward is that it was said he had a face on the back of his head. Mm. Picture Voldemort, Harry Potter, first movie. Sorry, spoiler alert for um, nobody's believe, seen the movie. I believe who you're referring to is Professor Quirrell. With Voldemort on the back of his head. Yeah, but Voldemort is the head. You just... Uh-huh. People got it... I don't know. On the I'm back just, of his... Yeah. Anyway. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, thank you for the clarification. Queerness needs some respect um, here, okay? So, Eddie, he had a face on the back of his head. Mm-hmm. And it, it couldn't supposedly speak, but it could laugh and cry and make weird gurgly noises. What's, so that's fun. What's fascinating about that is when it would laugh and cry. Yeah, so articles stated that Mordrake's face, or head back face, <laughs> mm-hmm. not his face, mm-hmm. would smile and like sneer when Mordrake was crying, mm-hmm. as if it was happy that he was sad, mm-hmm. and then it seemed displeased or annoyed when he was happy. I was reading something that said it would like grunt when he was experiencing Ew. moments of joy. Ew. And I was like, mm. <laughs> that's gross. Imagine just hearing a grunt from the. <laughs> Will you marry me? Yes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. <gasps> Sorry, my brain. Never mind. We'll come back to this. Okay. <laughs> I think I know what you're going to talk about, but. No. Yeah. Um, so apparently not only was this (laughs) inconvenient, but there were times where supposedly this head would whisper to only Mordrake and say horrible things to him. Mm -hmm. And it was basically like torture. He asked doctors, he actually begged them to get rid of the face, remove it, kill it, whatever. But since it was, I think, 1895 or somewhere around there. Yeah, so the first article, the first mention of him ever was from... Okay, so it was before that. According to them. 
Yes. So around in the 18th century. No, 19th century. 1800s. 1800s? 18... What do you say? The 19th century or the 1800s. Let okay the eighteen hundreds. I'm gonna go with that. Nailed it. Um. So this was in the eighteen hundreds, and the the medical stuff just wasn't around. They they were probably like rub some garlic on it. Like I don't know. Well, this is the and, same time period where people were like, my tooth hurts, and doctors were like, snort some cocaine, figure it out. Mm-hmm. And do you remember when we were in Wales at that museum, and it was like different cures one of them was like a cure for dysentery and it was like take dog poop Mm. grind it up Mm -hmm. pee in it and then drink it for three days and Mm -hmm. it's like i'm sorry can we not do that yeah and it's like of course they died of dysentery and they also probably died from something else because you made them eat dog poop like i forgot about i blacked that memory out until right now and do you remember the diagram you could like light up the diagram No, I don't remember that part. I blacked that part out. As you should. It was nasty. It would, like, show how the medicine would... Oh, okay, yeah, no thank you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Anyway, yeah, so there was nothing the doctors could do about this parasitic head, I guess you could call it. And so they said, no, sorry. And uh, Edward was in such torment, he actually committed suicide at the age of 23. R.I.P. But the question is kind of, was it real? Mm-hmm. Was it actually a demon mm-hmm. talking to him at night? Or did he absorb a twin in the womb or something? And yeah, do you, have, do you have any thoughts before I get into medical conditions that I think it might be? Yes. Do you think it's a demon? Do you think it's Voldemort? <laughs> well, you're stealing my thunder here. Sorry. <laughs> and first of all, stop saying his name so goddamn much. Sorry. <laughs> Get us all killed. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so, I think before we get into medical history, I think okay. we should talk about why people know the name Edward Mordrake. Because, yes, it's like a cool, like, legend. History. I mean... Coming, Give us the history. Co- <laughs> I know you want to. The disrespect... <laughs> That I get. I'm sorry. As Jamie said before, in the uh. 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> so the earliest time anybody ever, at least any written record of Edward Mordrake's name appearing, was in mm-hmm. an 1895 newspaper article in the Boston Post. So this guy, a fiction writer for the paper. Yeah. So it was by this guy named Charles Hildreth. And he basically referred to a bunch of what he called human freaks. So, again, this is the time of, like, freak shows, as they would call it. Like, Barnum and Bailey having, like, human freak shows at their circuses. Which is really just people with medical anomalies. But that's that's a whole other conversation. We can have another day. But, basically, Hildreth is writing this thing about all these human freaks. So there was a thing about a woman who had a fishtail, like they caught a real mermaid, a man who was half crab, which I don't want to know how that happened. But he claimed that he found these cases in really old reports by this thing called the Royal Scientific Society, which is now, Mm -hmm. which is a real thing, but 
they're not sure exactly if it's the same thing uh, as the Royal Society of London, which exists now, which is probably the closest thing to what it was. But the thing with 1895 is that they really were like, oh, you want to make it sound fancy, make it British. So they think that mm. might be kind of where he was going with that. But anyway, in this whole thing with the Spider-Man and the Crab Man was Edward Mordrake. Mm-hmm. So just a newspaper article. Then we get to 1896, and a medical encyclopedia written by Golden Pyle was published called The Anomalies and Curiosities of Medicine, which is an actual medical journal that they're trying to establish, talking about, as the title says, different anomalies like weird situations in medicine and as you Mm -hmm. can imagine in 1896 there's quite a few anomalies because anything that's not a perfect person is not medically understood fair (laughs) pretty much absolutely everything like detail for detail was taken from hildreth's article that was published the year before but they didn't credit it as written by this fictional author they only credited credited it as a lay source to try and seem a little more official. Question, what is a lay source? Like, in layman's terms. Like, a lay person is like... A civilian? Yeah, basically someone who's not an expert on the situation. Okay. Yeah. So they also didn't provide any actual medical diagnosis or, like, explanation it was more like a story in that. Exactly. They were like, isn't that weird? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and that's how I feel about medicine. Sometimes Jamie gets really anxious about medical things and she texts me. Sometimes she means every week. <laughs> I was trying to be kind about it. But if she's going to be honest every day, I get a text <laughs> that's like, I swallowed gum. Am I going to die? And I feel very much like Golden Pile of like, well, that's weird Anyway, um... (laughs) (laughs) And usually, just to calm me down, she's like, you're fine. Mm -hmm. I may not be fine. And that's one thing I'm gonna argue about right now. (laughs) Live on camera. Go for it. Everybody always says that to me. And it calms me down when it's you, Caitlin. Mm -hmm. But before I went to a dentist appointment, Mm because I have a lot of dentist anxiety, I was talking to my friend Natalie, I was talking to my mom, I might have talked to you, but I was very anxious about going to the dentist, Mm -hmm. because... I have really bad teeth, just genetics. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, I hate going to the dentist. It's a new dentist. I'm nervous. Tell me why everyone says, it's going to be completely fine. Don't worry about it. You're healthy. You're young, blah, blah, blah. And I go up there and they're like, oh, you need immediate surgery. You have severe bone loss, receding gums. I left there crying. And I called my mom and was like, you lied to me. <laughs> it was not okay. <laughs> it is for that reason precisely that every time she asks me for advice i go not a doctor (laughs) but and you know what i feel like that's a disclaimer that golden pile should have put in their encyclopedia just like not really that smart but we'll talk about it yeah so don't trust anyone folks just kidding (laughs) it's true but i do like the dentist he's the only nice dentist i've ever had i think anyway do can I briefly go over some of the stuff they said in the Anomalies and Curiosities of Medicine? Please do. Uh, I'm not going to read it all, because it's kind of boring. Um, but if Caitlin wants to <laughs> read the boring parts, she can go ahead. Um, 
But the reason that I found it interesting was because it was very detailed. But, if, I mean, if it's taken from somebody other's story. Also, isn't that a copyright issue? <laughs> you think there was copyright in 1896? Okay, true. Not Maybe not back then. Yeah. I don't know. You could have left town and been like, I'm a physician. And the people in the next town would have been like, okay, here's nice. a scalpel. Here's my broken arm. Yeah. <laughs> we had the same idea, same time. Um, we were, we're not kidding, yeah, folks. So, same brain cell. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be even worse when we're together in person. Yeah, yeah, it is. Twin. Uh, Edward Mordrake. <laughs> um, so in this story that apparently was published in two different places, Edward was said to be an heir to, I don't know how to say that word, a noble parage, parages? Peerages. Peerages. What is that? Like the noblest of peer groups. Oh, okay. Gotta look for the root and then, word. Yeah. So <laughs> he was one of them. Um, <laughs> he was one of them folks. Uh, and he lived his life in seclusion, refusing visits from even his own family. Same. Uh, but apparently, despite that, people knew he was a young man of fine atonements, a profound scholar, and a musician of rare ability. Good for him. How do they know that? If nobody's ever... <laughs> they just hear him playing in his room. Ah, okay. Um, and in this account, it says that the, the face on the back of his head was actually of a woman. Mm. Um, which I didn't see in any of the other articles. I have questions about that. Also pertaining to the question that I didn't ask earlier. This is the only part where it sounds like a medical journal, occupying only a small portion of the posterior part of the skull, yet exhibiting every sign of intelligence of a malignant sort, however. That's the only intelligent part of that that I would put in a journal of medicine. So it was also, again, it in this article it says, it would be seen to smile and sneer. Mm-hmm. Who? Who said that? Yeah, who's supposed to be alone all the time? Because he Mm. can't clearly see it. It's in the back of his head. I guess, like, he can can probably feel it, like, smile. Just have it bite his finger. (laughs) How would you brush your hair? Like, maybe that's why the face is so angry all the time. He's constantly brushing it (laughs) in the face. That makes sense. We figured it out. All right, we're done. (laughs) Thanks, folks. Mystery solved. Anyway, so apparently <laughs> no voice was audible, but I can't tell if it would, like, give his give him, like, thoughts or if it would whisper to him at night. Yeah, like, I don't... That part wasn't clear no, for me. No, because it says whispers, but he also said... Doesn't speak. It doesn't speak. <laughs> so, again, yeah. it feels... I picture it, and probably because this is, again, the only representation of this I've ever seen in media. Actually, that's not true. The main representation <laughs> is Professor Quirrell having Voldemort, mm-hmm. like, whisper really weird things in his ear that only Quirrell can hear. Um, and then pe- that's a good But example. then people were like, why are you talking to yourself? And he was like, I'm not. I just... Maybe that's why he never went out then. <laughs> okay, I have a rant about Quirrell for a second. Why did no one question that he was wearing a weird fucking hat all the time, all of a sudden? Why was he qualified to work with kids? I have that question about a lot of Hogwarts professors, but that's it, beside the point. Great question, yeah. Anyway, but that's, I don't know. that's how I pictured the whispers. But that also would make sense if he was secluded, if he, like, was out and about mm. before, mm-hmm. and people were like, why is this 
guy talking to the back of his head, you know what, this is weird. Mm -hmm. And they made him feel bad about it, and Mm -hmm. then he became secluded, but we don't know that information. No, but I can't imagine people making him feel bad in 1895. I mean, yeah. (laughs) People can't handle differences in 2022. They probably saw him and were like, you should die. (laughs) Devil. Well, they kept calling it the devil twin. Yeah, so that probably didn't make it better. <laughs> That's gonna hurt the twins' feelings. No wonder it was always sad. Yeah, no wonder it was upset. I'm on the twins' side. <laughs> Again, that's it, folks. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> this is how I can tell that it's 1896. Because they said, and I quote, <clears throat> I am knit to this fiend, for a fiend it surely is. I beg and beseech you to crush it out of human semblance, even if I die for it. Huh. <laughs> How fucking cool does that sound? You could have just said, hey, get this thing off the back yeah. of my head. Can you remove this? No. Okay. okay. It's like some Shakespearean stuff, which means I don't really understand it. But, mm-hmm. but then, doesn't. yeah. That's, anyway. So he, after the doctor's in a very fancy way, said no. (laughs) He took some poison. We're not sure from where. It was a lot easier to get poison in 1895. I don't know if he drank it, but (laughs) ate it, something. He killed himself. And he left, I guess, I guess the 19th century equivalent of a suicide note asking that the demon face would be destroyed before he was buried. And like, (laughs) just gotten rid of because he said lest it continues its dreadful whisperings in my grave ew that's metal (laughs) that's intense (laughs) i mean take all precautions so i mean i would do the same (laughs) that's metal i would ask the same if i had a demon whispering in the back of my head I'd be like, yeah. cut that shit off. I don't want to deal with it. But... Or just, like, burn the body. Yeah, just be cremated. <laughs> just get it over with. Yeah. I saw this thing. Uh, after you die, you can be, like, cremated and then made into, like, a tree. Mm. I don't know who told me. It might have been you, to be honest. but Probably. I think that would be so nice to be able to, like, die and then plant a tree. And then as it grows, it's... It's taking nutrients from your ashes or whatever. I want to be cremated and then pressurized into a diamond. Um, because I... And that shows our two different personalities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've spent 15 years trying to perfectly describe the small differences we have. And I think we just nailed it. I want to be a diamond. I want to be a tree back in nature. <laughs> I want to be a diamond. I want to be, to be expensive. <laughs> yeah. I like that, though. That's very fitting for you. Thank you. I thought I so. I can see you being a diamond. Thank you. If I die first, will the you... The heart of the sea. Oh. If I die first, will you make a diamond out of me? I will certainly try. Thank you. <clears throat> anyway. Um... Yeah. Edward. Edward. So he didn't get cremated. Twilight. No. Or, yeah. <laughs> no. Colin. No. Fuck Twilight. I told you. As soon as we finished the Twilight Killers, we were done with it. I kid you not, I rewatched Twilight the other day. <laughs> Edward, more Drake. Just to see more Drake. Just to see how bad it was. Focus. More Drake. Focus. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty much they finished off the entry 
in both the um, the publishing and the encyclopedia talking about how he didn't want a marked grave. He just wanted to be mm. left alone because he was ashamed. And I was mm. like, mm. But that was the last anybody heard of Mordrake other than, like, talkings of him. Pretty mm-hmm. much until modern day. Yeah, and there's uh, still a lot of controversy about if this guy was real, if he really had the head and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not mm-hmm. has come out and talked about it because there were these so-called um, uh, structures, statues, mm-hmm. um, that were supposedly uh, Eddie's skull, but they were fake. Mm-hmm. Um and so Ripley's Believe It or Not actually has the opinion that he's a hoax. Mm-hmm. It's not real, which I get it. But I have, for some reason, in bold, I wrote, but they also say <laughs> this dramatic is even confirmed in the science textbook, The Anomaly's Curiosity. But we already went over that, so I don't know why I have it <laughs> in bold. I mean, it's important that, that you guys in... remember. Yeah, just in case you forgot what we were just talking about. I mean, we do go on a lot of tangents, so if you need a reminder of the actual story, there you go. Yeah, and another uh, very believable source, Facebook has shared (laughs) Eddie's story more than 150,000 times. So it's on Facebook, so you know it's real. Of course. It's been confirmed. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no scientific proof that he existed, but But uh, Facebook says it does yeah so we all know that's the most reliable source yeah um it's the equivalent of the boston post in 1895 (laughs) so yeah i mean everything on facebook is true and everything that they publish in the boston post was absolutely correct it was not written just to get more readers to the newspaper (laughs) totally (laughs) i was fascinated by the modern discussion of it Because I think, and Jamie and I were kind of talking about this before too, like talking about how little medical knowledge there was Mm -hmm. back in the day. (laughs) Um, Mm. But compared to now and all of the advancements that we have now and the understandings of like rare disorders and actual Mm -hmm. anomalies and their causes, I think it's interesting to be able to go back and look at things like this and see if there's maybe something to it it's the same with like the forensic sciences being able to go back and like analyze decades old cold Mm -hmm. cases like it's fascinating to be able to analyze things with this new knowledge and i think they've come up with a lot of genuine possibilities of what this could be because i feel like yeah like we joked about this before but i feel like a lot of times they were like oh there's something different about that man the devil! It's... But that genuinely could have been. <laughs> yeah, but it was like, well, how many times were they like, that woman is possessed? And they were like, no, she's menstruating, but thanks. She's a witch. <laughs> Burn her at the stake. She has opinions. Yeah. True. So, with a different perspective, a 21st century perspective, I think it's very interesting to look at what... Mordrake could have been experiencing. Is it my turn to get medical? Please. (laughs) Beautiful transition, by the way. Because I'm always like, uh. On the spot. uh, I love it. It Shows who's the actor here, and it's not me. (laughs) Yeah, so one of the first things I found was that it could have been just something called, I'm getting medical. 
craniofacial duplication. Oh my god. I I can't pronounce a lot of things, but for some reason I can pronounce that one. <laughs> um and that that just means exactly what it sounds like, a duplication of someone's facial features, like a structure. Mm-hmm. Um which is apparently a form of conjoined twins. Mm. Uh and while we don't know if Eddie had that, there was a confirmed case of someone who was named Chang Tzu Ping. I think I mispronounced that. I apologize. But he was known to have lived to adulthood with an extra mouth and other facial features. Interesting. I mean, if he could do it, why not Edward? Exactly. And that's just one of the simpler examples. I think I have three. But I thought that that was interesting that Eddie's not alone. He's not the only one. This guy didn't say anyone was whispering evil thoughts in his brain, but that could also just be mental illness. He could have just been schizophrenic or something. That's what I was going to say. So, mm-hmm. I think not to get all psychology degree-ish, oh. <laughs> but there is a high level of comorbidity with mm-hmm. rare disorders and mental health problems because obvi- obviously these people don't know what they're experiencing and a lot mm-hmm. of pressure is put on them to be the like feel like the only ones in the world that are experiencing this awful thing. Mm-hmm. So the pressure of realizing that there's a fucking face on the back of your head could mm-hmm. trigger some predisposition to a disorder like schizophrenia that causes paranoia. Especially if everyone around you is saying like, oh my god, there's a devil on the back of your head. Mm-hmm. It's a demon. It's an unwanted parasite. So then if you've got some sort of mental illness and that's all you're hearing mm-hmm. and then you become secluded and you don't go out, that's all you're thinking. Those delusions are going to very... come come out mm-hmm. to play like which is also very sad because he had to suffer with it and then kill himself yeah i mean there's also a chance uh, that this guy didn't exist at all so we could be yeah. feeling a lot of empathy for a fake man but wouldn't be the first we don't time. feel empathy for men <laughs> no god get that shit out of here <laughs> anyway mm-hmm. um another uh real condition that he potentially could have had and this one is very rare it's called this one i don't think i can pronounce i'm excited about parasiticus not bad not bad not too shabby i'm excited for the next one yeah i don't know (laughs) so anyway for this craniopagus parasiticus it is i'll explain in sciencey terms because i like it Um, It's an extremely rare type of parasitic twinning that occurs in only about two to three of five million births. Oh, shit. And a lot of those do not survive past birth, which is why you don't see a lot of people running around with two faces, which also sucks. I don't know. I've seen quite a few. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, literal faces, not metaphorical (laughs) two-face. Okay, that's fair. Um... So the underdeveloped twin in these cases is called a parasitic twin, and parasitic twins are known to occur when the utero, nope, in the utero, (laughs) I mess up the word in. (laughs) Yeah, nailed utero. Um, It's the basic (laughs) word in the sentence. So in utero, when the monozygote twins start to develop as an embryo, see, I could say every other word. Except Um, for in. Love that. Yeah. But then the embryo fails to complete the split, 
so then the twins are conjoined. Mm. But one embryo is more dominant, hence the parasite just kind of globs on, like right. I glob on to Caitlin. Correct. <laughs> Can and you so have then, parasitic twins from different mothers? We may be the first case. I okay. don't know. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to, um, what was it called? Welcome to Anomalies and Curiosities of Medicine, <laughs> 1999. Wait, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, <laughs> the one twin basically grows in the womb as it normally would, but the other's development is severely altered. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I have here in my notes, mm-hmm. the key difference between a parasitic twin and actual conjoined twins is that in a parasitic twin, one stops development during gestation, whereas the other twin develops completely. Meanwhile, in conjoined twins... They both develop. Right. So that's usually why there's, like, two heads or four limbs. Right. Stuff like that. Um, Can I ask my weird question now? Because I feel like now's the time. Go for it. So, in conjoined twins... I'm scared. I understand that they both have autonomy. They're both aware of what part of the body belongs to what part of whose brain... You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, if you kicked one in the shin, the other one's not going to feel it because they control, like, a different leg, you know? Oh, okay. Um, I'd like to show you my notes because sometimes when we take notes, I write down questions while Jamie's talking. Okay. Um, this is what I wrote. Go away. (laughs) So, my question is... If, if, let's talk about Eddie. If, is this going in the podcast or is this Yeah, a... <laughs> yeah, this is okay. a question. People are gonna, if I'm thinking it, my teachers told me in high school that if someone has a question, don't be afraid to ask it because someone else in the room is questioning the same thing. That's true. There's Honestly. 400 of these people. One of them's gotta be thinking what <laughs> I'm thinking. It might be my dad. <laughs> you know what? It's me and Dave against the world. If they yeah. have sex, if if these twin, if Eddie had sex, would the twin on the back of his head feel it? What if they weren't attracted to the person that Eddie wanted to have sex with? Huh. Um, if you have ever suffered from craniopagus parasiticus, please email us at, um, whatever our email is, because we'd love to know the answers. I have a lot of sex questions. I don't know. Like, it's if a... it's, like, if it's conjoined mm-hmm. twins and there's, like, two heads and, like, different limbs, I think they'd both need to be consensually attracted enough to... Of course. ...do that, but... If it's just, like, the Valdi chilling on the back of your head, I don't... And then, is that then assault? Because that head can't consent, but it's attached to a body that did give consent. But it also can't speak. Exactly. So, it couldn't really give consent unless it was ever... I don't... This is the pickle we're in. Hmm... I wonder if Eddie ever... Probably not, then. Maybe Ed... 
maybe Ed felt bad too and was like, you know what? I can't see anybody. I got to be a shut in. Well, the head, even though it's a demon, is not consenting to anything. Well, you know, they weren't big on consent in 1895. Well, I'm going to pretend they were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Eddie was a good guy. Consent was important. Mm-hmm. Is important. Is. And yeah. always will be. Yes. But that's, you know what I mean? Like. But also, I don't know if the head would feel it, because. But that's what um, I mean. When it would say Ed was in pain, it would smile as if so it, it's like, haha, you're in pain, but does it also feel it? I don't know. I don't know. But that's another question I have. Let's say both are consenting parties. Both technically one, both heads, one body, mm-hmm. all consent. Do they share the same brain, though? That's another question. Yeah. My, now I'm down that path. <laughs> My question <laughs> that I was going to ask mm-hmm. is like, you know, sometimes when it's happening, there's conversation involved. <laughs> Sounds are to be made. <laughs> what happens? Because they said that the head would like grunt Ugh. out of <laughs> disgust if Ed was happy. What if he was getting <laughs> laid and you just heard... Ugh. Then I think the head was like... Ugh. Ugh. Like, as a woman. <laughs> and, like, how would you play that off if they didn't know about the head on the back of your head? Um, like... It's my cat. <laughs> but, like, if if the head just went, ugh. And imagine being the woman in that situation, being like, I'm sorry, are you disgusted by me? <laughs> and having a man me? look at you and go, oh, no, that's the head attached to the back of my head. He doesn't like it when I'm happy. I think I would prefer if someone was just grossed out by my body. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, hold on. Wait. Exactly. We have to discuss this now. Yeah, I'd be like, no. Uh, you're done. I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> anyway, that was just my question because I know that... Thank you. ...conjoined twins that both have autonomy have an issue with that. Well, that's like in, um, here I go, American Horror Story Season 4 Freak Show, which I will actually discuss later. I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to, but yeah, exactly. The, one of the main characters played by Sarah Paulson characters, um, is conjoined twins who have two heads, but share the same arms and legs. What are their names? Bot and Dot. Dot Dot and Bet. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) I'm fast. Dot and Bet tattler um and they actually i think deal with that type of situation they have a couple times where they have romantic interests and one they, is interested and one is not they have two completely separate types one of them mm-hmm. one of them likes the psycho killer and one of them likes the lobster man <laughs> which also imagine how difficult that would be trying to date someone and the person like three inches from your face is like no i'm not interested like, Again, can you have parasitic twins outside the womb? Different mothers? Because I feel like any guy I've dated has had that experience. <laughs> Someone three feet away going, no. Ew. I don't like you. No. <laughs> the answer is yes. Sorry. Shall I talk about that the... was ten, okay. That was ten minutes of me ranting about... It's okay. Good questions. Thank you. Um, didn't have any answers, but... That's, Maybe that's someone out there. Please email us. 
I need to yeah. know. So if it's not um, if it's not a a craniopagus parasiticus, what could it be? Wait, how did you say it? No. Craniopagus? <laughs> Galapagus? Anyway. The- um anyway, so the <sighs> final <laughs> medical condition. This one I don't know how to pronounce, but I'm gonna try. Diprosopus. I'm impressed. And Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> It's a monumental day. <laughs> so this one, I don't want to repeat it because I probably, I don't remember how I said it. The D uh, <laughs> occurs. I thought we were done talking about that. Oh, that dirty mind. <laughs> Get it out of here. Um, Sorry, so that this was the condition... head on the back of my head. <laughs> this is a mess. I'm killing it tonight. That was two very different reactions. <laughs> I'm like, this is a disaster. And you're like, I'm funny. Mm-hmm. So, diprosopus occurs when a single body and neck are present, but there is a duplication of structures of the face, which it oh. sounds pretty much exactly like what Eddie has. Yeah, that seems... Um, that the seems... most accurate out of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And it says, this is different from the craniopagus parasiticus, in that there's only one head, mm. but different... But a duplication of features. Yeah. And I guess with the first one, you can have sometimes two different necks, I guess. But in this one, only one neck. That makes my neck so feel maybe, itchy. Maybe in the first one we discussed, you could have like two spinal cords, which we could lead back to different nerve systems. Different, which we could... I don't want to mm-hmm. talk about sex again, but Why that not? could lead to a different discussion. <laughs> But if they've got two different necks, that could mean two different, potentially two different sets of lungs or one lung each, um, mm. which is different. Different branches. Different, different branches, different s- stems, neck, nerve stem. What's I, the word? Brain stem. I, again, I really can't wait until we're together so you can see the hand motions she makes sometimes. <laughs> I just like hooked my finger and was like brainstem. The stem. That one up there. She looks at me um, like I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> like you understand what <laughs> yeah. I'm doing. Um, but yeah, so diprosopus can range from having two fully formed faces mm-hmm. to just a duplication of noses or eyes. Which is also similar to the one we first discussed, which was just craniofacial duplication, mm. not this diprosopus. Mm-hmm. But this is common in animals. So if you ever look up like yes. two-headed uh, snakes, mm. it's very common in snakes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. But you can also look up adorable. They're called uh, Janus cats, J-A-N-U-S. And they're cats with two faces. And... They're kind of cute. I love a fucked up animal. Right? It's like, that just makes you more adorable, honestly, mm-hmm. in my in my educated opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, if it can happen to cats, why not happen to Eddie? Mm-hmm. I um, agree. Especially back in the old days when a lot of people were not exactly um, mating outside of their families and... <sighs> Don't even get me started. Deformities were common. Um, He may have just been a product of inbreeding or something. So don't do that, kids. Um, But yeah, Edward Cullen is also... (laughs) 
the conditions are unlikely, apparently, to be him because it's very uncommon to be an adult male with these conditions. Um, but it's so, not like he made it a significant portion of his life. You know what I mean? Like he was, what, 23 he when killed he killed himself? Happens. I mean, we don't know how much longer he would have lived after exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. But it says, according to the Children's Hospital, Hospital of Philadelphia, conjoined twins occur once in roughly 50 to 60,000 births, mm. which is actually not bad when you consider there's 7 billion people, 8 billion people on this planet. Oh, God. Whatever the case. I don't even know. Um, but most, unfortunately, are stillborn and or cannot survive outside of the womb. Aww. And of these cases, only 25% are male. And of those cases, only 2% are joined at the head. Interesting. So it is very rare for a man to come out with two faces and then live. Period. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to do the math, but that's a very small percentage. Yeah. So that's all my medical terminology, but I can talk about American Horror Story now. So Please do. Have anything? That do you I have can... anything you want to add about that? Uh, nothing that's appropriate. So it's oh, probably best right. that we. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm gonna bring it back around to what inspired this episode, American Horror Story. Yeah, this is how we found out. Cause I love American Horror Story, and I was trying to think of a new episode idea. And I wondered if this guy was real. So then I googled it and fell down the Google hole and was like, oh my god, we should do an episode. So, um, it's kind of different in AHS. Uh, this one is also a story from season four, Freak Show, which is about the circus of quote-unquote freaks. Favorite season. Kathy Bates. Oh. Kathy Bates. Mm-hmm. Jessica Lang. Sarah Paulson, Evan Peters, all the classics were there. You had everybody. You had Killer Clown with No Draw, Killer Clown with Mommy Issues. The guy that plays Dandy. Mm -hmm. I don't know his name, but wow. Kudos to the one who created him. Yep. You've got, is it Salt and Pepper? Pepper and, I can't remember, but they were. I literally um, watched it like a week ago. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the the cone heads. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's an inappropriate term, but that's what they called them in the show. And the one that they ate have, chicken. You know, yeah. Uh, and then there's a Meep. Lobster Boy. Meep. No, there was another one. Salty. Oh. Salty was taken away by Edward. Yeah, so the story was kind of the same. Mordrake was this guy with a malformed thing on the back of his head mm-hmm. that's actually quite scary in the show it's it kind of freaky looking uh it definitely grimaces and sneers and all those creepy faces you have to watch it for yourself yeah yeah it's very well done um, yeah so of course they explained that it drove him crazy and he was committed to the Bedlam Asylum. Asylum. Mm-hmm. If you're an AHS fan. Yeah, you know for those asylum. who've never watched the show, that's a different season. Watch it. Yeah, watch it. <laughs> I mean that too. Um Yeah, so apparently in this it differs. So he never went to an asylum in real life. He, mm-hmm. you know, just killed himself. He slew slides. Um but in this he <laughs> escapes and joins a freak show. 
and um, he was happy because people weren't hating him for his differences. He felt accepted, blah, blah, blah. However, during the events of a Halloween night, he was driven to kill himself. Um, and his entire troop. And his entire troop because of the face mm. or by the face. I don't... Anyway... Um, I don't think we actually see any of that, right? This is just kind of his backstory. I think there's a. I don't remember. I think there's a bit of a description a when they're talking about who he is and why they can't perform okay. on Halloween night. Yes, and that's um, his kind of his motto. Not his motto. His legend in mm-hmm. the show is the legend of Edward Moore Drake. You cannot perform as carnies on Halloween, or his spirit or ghost or whatever will come and take you away. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of exactly what they do, I believe, on two different occasions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica Lange's character, I don't remember her name, Elsa Mars, mm-hmm. was like, you know what, we're performing on Halloween anyway. And then, spoiler alert, he comes in, he, he visits a bunch of different uh, carnies or freaks, I guess, and he talks to them, and he's like, you know what, I'm going to take poor Salty. And he takes Salty, and Salty is dead. And it's very sad. Poor guy. And I don't want to spoil anything, but he does return at one point in the show. Yeah, he does. <laughs> to take somebody else who was performing on Halloween. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's that. But it was a- that's what I have on Eddie. Yeah, I remember, like, so I watched it for the first time with Jamie. And I remember, like, I was like, there's no way. Because a lot of American Horror Story is based on, like, real-life legends. Like, even we talked about it with the Lethal Lovers. Like, mm-hmm. them being in Roanoke. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many different things that are based in reality. So when I saw that, I remember being like, oh, good thing that's not real. And Jamie was like, <laughs> <laughs> buckle up. Surprise! Well, that's also why I am so fond of American Horror Stories mm-hmm. because... It's not complete fiction. Like, my favorite thing that I want to do an episode on at some point as well is in season three, The Axeman. Mm. Like, that was a real thing that happened in the States. And it is so interesting. Mm-hmm. And when I first seen the show, I was like, oh, haha, like, not real. No, Google it. <laughs> Big time real. And I think it was season... Eight, that was the political one. I couldn't watch There's it. There's so many different things. You didn't watch that one? No, we skipped over that well, one because wa- it was too real. True, that one's um, a trip. We should watch it at some point, mm-hmm. though. But there's one episode where they have, spoilers, um, Edin, Edin? Evan Peters' character. He portrays like six different cult leaders in one episode. Mm-hmm. And literally all of those real events, real things, real people died. And I just, I mean, it's not good that those things happened to people, no. but it's interesting that they do it, and they also don't do it in, like, a terribly offensive way. Mm-hmm. They're not glorifying that it happened. Yes. They're taking sort of the sadistic aspect of it and turning it to fiction so that when people yeah. see it, they have reactions exactly like we were just talking about where they say, oh, mm-hmm. good thing that could never happen, but it can and that's when it flips back on you and you realize that the real monster mm-hmm. is not something like Edward Mordrake. It's not something like 
a witch or mm-hmm. Twisty the Clown. It's humanity. I will also mention that I think they talk about the Zodiac Killer in that one as well, so you, you should watch that. I smell donuts. All right, folks, on that note... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it smells so good. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I really have to say, I guess. Mm. I think... Kind of going off of what I was just saying, like, it being humanity that's scary. I think people need to realize that whether Edward Mordrake is a fictional story or not, there are people with medical conditions that can come across as scary if they're unknown. Like, scary. And they're not. No. Like, you have to realize they're not just scary to the people who are seeing them. They're scary for the people who are experiencing them in their own body. Yeah. It's not... It's They're not freaks. Yeah, it's not a freak show. It's not. Unless you want to self-identify as a freak and take back the name, All the go for it. But if somebody else is calling you a freak, it's okay. You can slap them. Tell them Jamie said it's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not Caitlin. Um. <laughs> I'll go to court. It's yeah, okay. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think stuff like this is cool because it gets the conversation going about different possibilities of like medical anomalies and what it could possibly mm-hmm. be and I think it brings a little bit more awareness to the reality of the differences of people mm-hmm. and whether that difference is a physical disability a physical just difference whether it's something mental yeah. I mean like we said this could have been a sort of schizophrenic thing maybe no one removed it because he didn't actually have something there mm. like there's lots of different things if this guy was even real yeah um and like most cases like this we will just never know exactly but keeping that conversation going and keeping that interest in finding out the truth i guess or keeping your minds open to different possibilities Mm -hmm. we're not saying it's a demon but we're also not saying it's not (laughs) (laughs) We're no Sherlock, but... Maybe a Watson. Who knows? Um, (laughs) um, Yeah. No, I love stuff like this. I love kind of the the unknown of whether it's actually real. I was just going to say that. Mm -hmm. Give me back the brain cell. (laughs) No, I want to keep it. You've had (laughs) it for so long. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Let us know what you guys think. mm -hmm, We'd love to hear your theories. Do you think it was one of the diagnoses that came from 20... We can't pronounce? Yep. Neither of us can say. That came from modern day? Do you think it's a religious sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Like they would have accused it of back then? Witchcraft. <laughs> witchcraft, demons, Which is Satanism. a whole other story. I literally took a class on witchcraft in early modern Europe. Mm-hmm. I could have a whole episode by myself mm-hmm. about that topic. Um, Thank God, because I think people are tired of hearing me talk. <laughs> well, I have um, ideas on our shared Google Doc of solo shows, if you ever like lose your voice or something for some reason. Yeah, I totally um, look at that doc all the time. So. I know you don't, but you know what? There's 16 pages of ideas there. <laughs> so, 16 pages that I've worked on, so and I someone has to appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, you it. better. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> is it getting hot in here <laughs> warm anyway yeah let yeah. us let yeah. us know what you think we would love to hear it you can let us know you can email us at creepsandcoffee at gmail.com you can send us a message on instagram leave a comment on our post about today mm-hmm. which is at creeps and coffee you can mm-hmm. send us a tweet send us a dm on twitter at creeps and coffee or you can leave a comment on our buy me a coffee page we'd love to have a conversation with you there mm-hmm. which is buymeacoffee.com slash creeps and coffee sounds like an infomercial you're welcome and i have nothing else to add so as always have an awesome time have a... whether it's day or night yep. whatever time zone you're in because we got all of them now <laughs> we love you right. always love you guys bye, bye. Coffee is produced and edited by us, Kate and Jane. Our theme music is Stuck in a Hole by Dated. For more information on where to find them, check out the link in our show notes. And to connect with us, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Creeps and Coffee.